Hi, this is Blake Andrews, lead pastor at Victory World Outreach Denton, Texas. This is our podcast, and we're so glad that you came to check it out today. I hope this message encourages you and inspires you to do great things for God. Speak just for a few minutes, and I mean that. It will just be a few minutes, but I want to let you go and spend time with your family today. But I want to do two things this morning. I want to make sure two things happen before you leave, that the name of Jesus Christ is honored and that the moms are honored, and that the moms know this morning how special they are and how much we love you and how much we appreciate you, uh, starting with my wife, the wonderful mom that she is to my daughters, and, and, and giving honor to my mother, who this is now 11 years that I've been able to be blessed to have her in the house with me when I preached for 10 years as we were in Costa Rica. Um, we didn't, didn't get to spend Mother's Day with her. And so it's been a tremendous blessing to have her around. And uh, she, I, I lend her to all of you. Everybody knows my mom, I believe. And if you don't, she's back there in that bright green dress, looking all beautiful, smiling. And uh, she's, she's everybody's mom. Amen. I always tell people, if you don't have a mom, she can be your mom. And I'll lend her to you because she's got so much love, it'll go around. Amen. She greets the men when they come in and tells them, I get, I get hugs from handsome guys. So she, she's got the guys with nice confidence in their lives. Amen. And uh, I, I want to start off by saying, before I read a few things this morning to you, that uh, I'm giving honor to my mom specifically today because uh, that was very unexpected. I, I had no idea when she was sharing that with me yesterday, and, and it really blessed me. I said, you got to stop talking or you'll make me cry when she was saying all that stuff because it, it, it just brings around the fact that a lot of what I am and who I am has to do with the words that were spoken over me by my mom. And, 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 and not to take any credit away from my father, who has been a, a great example in my life, but my mom goes all the way back to when I was born. She literally has spoken over my life since I was born and, and, and really spoke over me times when I did not want to hear it. When she was telling me, you're called, and, and you've got, you've got a, a call on your life, and God wants to use you. So today, if you are thankful for the ministry that God has given me and thankful for the words that I speak, then you must be thankful for, for my mom, who has been the encourager and the one who's been behind the scenes saying, you can do it, you need to do it, you should do it. And like I said, even the times when I did not want to do it, but she encouraged me and, 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 and said it so much that one day when I finally heard that call, see, I used to tell God, or I used to tell my mom, I need, I need to hear from God. I've heard it from you my whole life, but I needed to hear, I need to hear it from God. And the day I heard it from God, then I knew what she was telling me was the truth. And so I thank God for her consistent faith all these years. I uh, watched her pray over us as children, not just run to the hospital for everything, not just run uh, to, to sources for things. She, God has always been her source. And, and many of you know her story. She had a, a stroke almost 20 years ago, and it left her in that wheelchair. But she's never complained a day of her life since she's been in that wheelchair. She's just a blessing, and I know she's blessed many of you. And so I say that because moms are so vital. There's so much, although that was funny and, and, and joking about the superhero and stuff, moms are special. And, and if you don't believe that, watch a Super Bowl, watch a basketball game, and watch that big old guy get up and do an interview and thank his mom. I want to thank mom. And it might have been dad that was throwing him the football or throwing him the basketball, but it was mom 
that did something for him to say, I want to thank mom today. And so moms have a special, special place. And, and one of the most important places they have is the fact that they have the strength to give birth. Can you say amen? They were chosen by God to give birth, not men. Thank God. Men, can you say amen? Because if you don't know me very well, you know that my belief is if men were the ones giving birth, the population would not be 7 billion. There would be no multifamily homes. It would be one and done. There would be no guys saying, I think I'm going to have four or five kids like women do. I want to have six or seven kids. That's, that wouldn't have happened. So thank God God gave women a special strength that men could never understand to give birth to our children. Amen. And, and I wanna, I, I've never done this in all the years that just came to me. I, I've never bragged on my wife in this particular thing. My, my wife gave birth to both of our daughters totally natural. Absolutely no painkillers and no medicine. So she's extra strong. Amen? Extra strong. So I've never said that, but I'm proud of her. I have said it many times, just never from the pulpit. So when God created mothers, now this is fictional. We're going to read Ephesians 6 in just a second. This is fictional, okay? It's not doctrinal, but this is the story of how it went down when God created mothers. The good Lord was creating mothers, and he was into the sixth day of overtime when the angel appeared and said, you're taking a lot of time on this one. And God said, have you read the specs on this order? She has to be completely washable but not plastic. She has to have 180 movable parts that are all replaceable. She has to run on black coffee and leftovers. She has to have a lap that disappears when she stands up. A kiss that can cure anything from a broken leg to a disappointed life, and she needs six pairs of hands. The angel shook his head slowly and said, six pairs of hands? No way. God said, it's not the hands that are giving me the problems. God said, it's the three pairs of eyes that mothers need to have. That's on the standard model, the angel asked. One, God said, yes, one pair that sees through closed doors when she asks, kids, what are you doing in there? And she already knows. Another here in the back of her head that sees what she shouldn't see, but she needs to know. And of course, the ones here in the front that can look at a kid when he messes up and understand and say, I love you without even uttering a word. God, the angel touched him and said, God, get some rest tomorrow. God said, I can't. I'm so close to creating something so close to myself. Already I have one who heals herself when she's sick, can feed a family of six on one pound of hamburger, and can get a nine-year-old to stay under a shower. The angel circled the model of the mother very slowly and said, it's too soft. She, he sighed, and, and God said, but tough at the same time. You can imagine what this mother can do or endure. Can it think? Not only can it think, it can reason and compromise, said the Creator. Finally, the angel bent over and ran his finger across the cheek and said, there's a leak. There's a leak in her cheek. I told you you were putting too much time into this model, and God said, that's not a leak. That's a tear. The angel said, what's it for? And then God said, it's a tear for joy, sadness, disappointment, pain, loneliness, and pride. Amen? That's a good explanation of what God did when he made a mom. 
Amen. Let's give the moms another hand this morning. Amen. Ephesians 6. Let's look at this real quick. I want to give you just a couple scriptures. Now, this is an interesting scripture because God says here, Children, obey your parents because you belong to the Lord, for it is the right thing to do. This is a New Living Translation. Now, if you look at that verse and really search it and, and study it, it does not say, children, obey your parents if they're good to you. It does not say, children, obey your parents if you want to. It does not say, children, obey your parents if you feel like it. It says, do it because you belong to the Lord. He's saying that there's, there's something about honoring your parents. Now, how many know in this place, as good as a parent can be, parents make mistakes. Moms make mistakes. Moms fail. Moms, moms fall short. Moms don't always, and, and many times, maybe more so in their minds than they actually do. Moms can be really hard on themselves. Moms can really have a hard time forgiving themselves. And so there's a principle in the Bible that's so important. And I want everybody to get this this morning because I understand in this place. I told you about my mom. I bragged on my mom. But I realize that there are people who don't have a great relationship with their mom. I realize there's people who have estranged relationships or people, or maybe it's been a rocky road. Maybe it's been an up and down over the years. And, and, and not everybody has the perfect family. Can you say amen? Now, there is no perfect family, but you get what I'm saying. And, and God wants to teach us this morning that, that I might not be able to control. Mom, you might not be able to control what your mom did. But you can control the fact that you honor her. You might not have been able to control the way she treated you or how she acted with you or the things she didn't or didn't teach you, but you can honor her and then you can say, because the Lord tells me to, I'm going to honor her and now I'm going to be different with my kids than my mom was with me. See, there's generational things that can happen and we can take things and learn. We can take the good and the bad. As good as my mom and dad were, I've learned things with them, things that, that, they, that I could say, you know what, if they'd have taught me this way, and then I could take that and teach that to my kids. Because there's no per perfect parents. And our kids will do the same thing with their kids. They'll, they'll learn from our mistakes, and they'll, they'll make it better. But the silver lining through all this is we must honor and obey our parents. Okay? He says, for this is the right thing to do. Now watch the next verse, verse 2. Honor your father and your mother, for this is a commandment. So he's saying it's not an option, it's a commandment. But what's cool is, he says, with a promise. How many like promises? God says, if you'll honor your parents, whether they're honorable or not, if you'll obey your parents, whether they're obeyable or not, I will give you a promise. And watch what the promise is. If you honor, there's the key, if you honor. Now, I'm not saying I've done this perfect, but I can tell you that in my heart of hearts, I honor my parents. I've always honored my mother and father and saying to the best of my ability. I'm not saying I did it perfect, but in my heart, how many get what I'm saying? There's an understanding that I honor my parents. I honor who they are and I honor the position that they have over my life, even at 45 years old. And we have an interesting dynamic in our church. My dad is my assistant pastor. 
So he's, he's under me in the authority of the church, but he's over me as my dad. So it's a very interesting dynamic. And when it comes to church things, the, the dad hat drops and the pastor hat comes on. But he's still my dad. So I could be telling him what to do or telling him to do something, and, and he could be saying, yes, sir, but at the same time, i got to say yes, sir, to him. It's a very weird dynamic because I have to honor him at the same time. And I honor my parents. And because of that, he says, if you do that, watch this, things will go well. Now, it's kind of funny and interesting because of what the sister said. She said that I was blessed and things have gone well for me. That's the reason to honor my parents. I'm living the promise out. And I've taught my daughters to do the same thing. And so we're trying to do something that's generational. Amen? And so it says things will go well for you and you will have a long life on earth. That's a promise from God. Amen? Abraham Lincoln said, watch this, Abraham Lincoln. How I many of you was an amazing president? I remember my mother's prayers, and they have followed me. They have clung to me my entire life. Abraham Lincoln. There were some prayers said over his life that caused him to become what we call Honest Abe today, right? That president, Honest Abe. His mom prayed over him and spoke those things over. Moms, I'm trying to get you to understand this morning that you have a power in your mouth to speak over your children. And, and we know that life and death is in the tongue. So you can speak something great or you can speak something bad. What are you speaking over your children? Now, it doesn't mean that you don't have to call the kettle black. You don't have to say, hey, this is an issue. This is a situation. But we have to, after you analyze the situation, you've got to be the person that says, but my child's going to be this. And my child's going to do that. And my child's going to change. And, and I'm going to speak life over my children and, and, and have the power to see beyond what you see now. Because I'm telling you, my mom at times in my life did not see what she in the physical, what she saw in the spiritual. There was times in my life of rebellion and running from God, clearly running from God. I never in my life stopped believing in God. I never was an atheist. I never, I never got mad at God in the sense of, I don't want to serve you. I was just running from the call that God had on my life, and I wanted sin more than I wanted God. That's just the truth. But my mom still believed in me when I wasn't believable. And she spoke things over me. She spoke those words over me. Moms, you've got a power in your mouth to speak over your children. Amen? And God can do amazing things. Let's go to one more verse this morning in Proverbs chapter 31. And many of you know this scripture. I sent one of these out today. I could have used the whole chapter. The chapter 31 of Proverbs is amazing. Amazing chapter. It talks from 10 to 24 about a lot of amazing things about moms and the strengths. And, and I kind of just decided to choose these last these, these verses here. But I, I want you to understand something that's very interesting. That's so cool about the gospel and about God. God can take a situation. And, and how many have ever seen God take lemons and turn them into lemonade? In a situation. Amen. He can, he can, and I preached on this Wednesday night. If you didn't hear the message Wednesday night, go to the podcast and listen to it about how God's ways are higher than our ways. And his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. And how when we think we understand something, God's doing something totally different. We, we go, man, this don't make sense. And God's sitting back going, just trust me. I'm doing something here. And so God can use a situation in your life that doesn't make any sense and he can do something amazing. I'm going to read some scripture to you right here from a man named Solomon who's going to admonish his, uh, a wife, he's going to admonish a woman, he's going to talk about a woman in such a powerful way, but this is a man who had 700 wives. 
And, boy, it got quiet in here right there. He was rich, really rich. And he ended up following other women, the Bible tells us, and, and going off and worshiping other gods and didn't even end up right. Yet this man, God used this man's words to be so wise to us in the book of Proverbs. So what, what I mean by that and what I want you to see is that sometimes it seems like things aren't lining up. Sometimes it seems like she said it, at that moment when you're looking at the struggle and the trial, how's this going to happen? How's this going to work out? How's God going to do this? And, and God is working. He's working in your kids' lives, moms. He's working. It may not seem like it, but he's working. And he's working stronger when you're speaking life over your children. And you're saying, this is what my kid's going to be. And this is what my children are going to do. And, and this is, don't, don't, don't read it the way you see it. Read it the way God sees it. Speak life over your kids. So Proverbs 31.25 says, she is clothed with strength and dignity. She laughs without fear of the future. She speaks and her words are wise. She gives instructions with kindness. She carefully watches everything in her household and suffers nothing from laziness. Watch this. Her children stand and bless her. Her husband praises her. There are many virtuous and capable women in the world. Now watch this. I'm going to speak to every one of you individually at one time. But you surpass them all. That was to every one of you individually, amen, all at the same time. You surpass them all. Charm is deceptive. Beauty does not last. But a woman who fears the Lord will be greatly praised. That's what makes a woman the most beautiful, is a woman who fears the Lord. Amen? Charm is deceptive and looks or, or whatever, but... Fear of the Lord. And so you have a gift this, this morning for your children, for your grandchildren, which is the fear of the Lord, which is teaching them and raising them up in the way that they should go. And you know what, moms? You might be able to learn from your kids. Maybe your kids are on the right path and you're not on the right path this morning. You can start to follow your kids' path. I see that a lot of times, too, where the kids got it right and the mom's messed up and she might be able to look at her kids and go, man, I didn't, I'm starting to see some fruit in their lives that I didn't have, so let me make some changes. How many know it goes both ways? It's not about who's right and who's wrong. It's about who's doing it right. Amen. And, and God is a God that can make something out of nothing. Amen. So I, I want to encourage you this morning, moms, to, to ch maybe change your vocabulary. Maybe you're thinking this morning, man, what is God doing in my kids? I don't see, I don't see results, but I ask you, what are you speaking over them? What are you speaking, kids, over your moms? If your mom's not serving the Lord, if your mom's not in the place you want her to be, what are you speaking over her life as a daughter, as a son? Are you speaking what you see? Or are you speaking what you want them to be by the faith? Amen? How many are getting something? So I want to encourage every one of you this morning, make sure you call your mom. Make sure you send a card. Make sure you go see her. Make sure you make, sure you make an effort today. And I, and I also understand at the same time, some of you here, your mom's passed away. Your mom's gone. But you know, Pastor Dylan sent me something this morning I thought was very interesting. And I want to say this this morning to you. I didn't say it in the first service. The verse that says, train up a child in the way she, he should go, and when he's old, he will not depart from it. 
he was preaching and he said that while he was preaching, right in the middle of his message, the Lord spoke to him something. And, and, and this is for somebody in here this morning. You might not be able to have kids. You might have already had kids that are grown up. You might have made mistakes. You might have your mom gone. There's all kinds of different circumstances. But mom, if you're a mom here, you can speak into somebody else's life. You can be a help to somebody else. You, you can be a mom to somebody else, like my mom is. You say, my mom's gone, and today Mother's Day is a sad day, and, and that's true. You miss your mom. But why don't you make somebody else's day today? Why don't you be a mom to someone who doesn't have a mom? Amen? Be that person. And there's some people in here that are doing that. People, some people that they haven't been able to become what they want to be yet, they're saying, you know what, I'm not where, I'm not, I don't have yet what I want, but I'm going to do with what I have, I'm going to do something to act like a mom to somebody else. And, and it, it takes, it ta- we were in the bathroom just now, and obviously I'm in the men's bathroom, not the women's, so it's, it's, it is Women's Day, amen, but Mother's Day. But I was in the bathroom, and one of the kids was coming out, and I was walking in, and I heard one of our guys say to him, hey, wash your hands. That's, that's all working together. That wasn't his kid, but I'm thankful he told the kid to wash his hands. Amen. Are y'all getting what I'm saying? It's, it's a team. It's a team effort. What are you speaking over them today? Amen. Let's pray. Father, I pray this morning that you are honored and mostly by our obedience. God, I pray this morning that these moms, every one of them, no matter how they think about themselves, would be honored. The devil's a liar. And he sometimes on a Mother's Day tries to make moms feel like failures or feel like they've not done enough or wish they could have done different things. Church, hindsight is 2020. You, can, you can't go back and fix things in the past, but you can fix today and you can fix tomorrow and you can, can't change your beginning, but you can change your ending. You can make a change this morning. You can say, hey, I'm going to be the best mom I could possibly be. I'm going to be the best child I could possibly be. I'm going to honor my mom. I'm going to honor my parents. So I want to live a long life. Something powerful about words. And I'm a living example of that this morning, how my mom spoke over my life. And so much of what I've been able to do for the Lord, for His glory, is because of those words. So moms, don't give up on your kids. Moms, don't give up on yourselves. Somebody needs to hear this this morning. Moms, you need to learn how to forgive yourselves. You need to learn how to forgive yourselves. If you've made a mistake, it's over. And some of you feel like you've made mistakes, and that's not even a mistake. It's the devil lying to you and making you think you did because he knows the potential that you have in your life to do great things for God. Stop listening to the devil because he's the father of all lies and start listening to God because he is truth. And there is no lie or deception in him. This morning, before we pray specifically for the moms again, I want to ask all over this place, how many people here this morning? Notice what I'm asking. I'm not asking how many of you are a member of a church or how many of you have been baptized in water. I'm asking how many here have, have said, Jesus, I believe you're the Son of God. And I believe you died on the cross for my sins. And I believe that if I die today and I, my faith is in you, that I would go to heaven because it's not by my works that I'm saved, but it's by the precious blood of Jesus shed on the cross for me. If you've never said that prayer today,
I'm not asking you to become a member of our church. I'm asking you to make the best decision you could ever make in your life, which is say, Jesus, I'm a sinner and I need a Savior. If you're here and that's you, how many over the, all over this place could be honest and say, Pastor, would you lift me up this morning? I don't know if I'm saved. I don't know where I'd go if I died today. Just lift it up and say, pray for me. I want to pray for you this morning all over this place. That's me. I don't know Jesus. I'm not saved. I don't know what would happen if I died today, if I passed into eternity. Today you can know. The Bible says today is the day of salvation. Amen. I'm going to give just a few more seconds. Maybe, maybe at some point in your life, maybe you were like some of these kids on this video. You were in Sunday school or children's church at a young age and you said a prayer like that. But since then, you've kind of strayed. You've kind of gone back to your old ways and you're not living for the Lord today. And today, the Holy Spirit's dealing with you and saying, son, daughter, it's time to come back. You believed when you were a kid, but where's your belief now? Yes, some bad things have happened to you, but that's life. And it wasn't God. God's always been there. He's always helping you, and he's going to turn things around. How many would be honest and say, I need to come home to the Lord today? Just put your hand up and say, that's me. I need to return. I need to reconcile. I need to be restored to Jesus today. Amen. That's me. That's me. Honest hearts. Amen. Let's stand to our feet if you're able. If you're able to stand this morning, I want to sing a song here in just a moment of worship. And moms, I want to ask you to come forward again, if you would, and face me this time. I want to, I want to pray over you again. I believe the best gift that I could give to you this morning is praying for you. And, and as you come, moms, I want to ask you as we pray in a moment, I want you to, to learn this morning to speak over your kids speak over their situations because I'm telling you as a living testimony the power of speaking what my mom spoke over me and, 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 and your, your kids might act like they're not listening but here's another thing you can do speak the word of God over them because the Bible says his word does not come back void so don't just say things but say Lord your word says speak that word your word says my son or my daughter is going to serve you your word says and you go to the scriptures and read not that God doesn't know it but that his word goes and it accomplishes what it says it will now, I want to give you one more little challenge moms this is a really powerful thought I, I, I got this this week listen to this your greatest contribution to the kingdom of God may not be something you do but it may, may be somebody you raise. Did y'all get that? It might not be something you do, but it might be somebody you raise. You speaking into your sons, your daughters' lives. Amen. That, that's the truth. And, this, and then listen to what Billy Graham said about his mom. How many know Billy Graham did a little something for the Lord? He said, only God himself can fully appreciate the influence of a Christian mother in the molding of the character of her children. Only God himself. Moms, I, I wish I had time to look at every single one of you for 30 seconds in the eyes and tell you how special you are. You're special. You're important. And we honor you this morning. And God honors you. And he wants to heal all your hurts. 
He wants to heal your past. He wants you to forgive yourself. And he wants you to, he wants you to be happy. Amen? Because, you, because we need you. The church needs you to be strong. Now, it's a different strength than men's strength. It's that, we'll talk about that on Father's Day. We all understand that. No matter how much this gender garbage is happening, we understand biblically the strength of a man and the strength of a woman. And the woman's strength is a totally different strength than the man's strength. It's a strength the man doesn't have. And we need your strength. This church needs your strength. The kingdom of God needs your strength. Amen. Father, I want to bless these moms again. Now that they've heard your word, I want to ask you today, Lord, to heal their hurts. I want to ask you to, to forgive them and to help them forgive themselves. Lord, I speak life over these moms, every single one of them. Lord, you know their past. You know their trials. You know their situations. You know what they're facing today. You know what their kids are doing. You know what their kids are not doing. You know their, their desires. You know their hurts. You know their thoughts. And Lord, I pray today that you would move supernaturally in the hearts, minds, and spirits of these women. And God, I ask that you would encourage them to know how special they are how important they are, how awesome they are, how loved they are from this church, God, and more than anything from you. Because you made them strong. You made them overcomers. You made them the intercessors that they are. You gave them the strength that they have, Father. And I ask today that you would just fill them again. And Lord, as I'm praying for them, I pray that they would get something in their spirit where they'd be able to speak life over their kids. That they would be able to see the things that are not as though they were in the name of Jesus. And God, any failures, any problems, any mistakes, they're under the blood today. And they can be forgiven and they can be changed and things can get better this morning by the power of the cross and the power of the blood of Jesus. And all of the men that are behind you and all the younger people that are behind you, we're behind you supporting you saying, ladies, we need you to be the women of God that God has called you to be. Your family needs you. Your church needs you. Your city needs you to be the woman of God that God has called you to be, the woman of virtue, the woman that men will call you blessed. And Lord, I loose those blessings as the, as the pastor of this church over these women today, God. And I pray that this would be a day like no other day where they would be honored and appreciated and loved. And when they lay down to sleep tonight, they will know that they have been appreciated and honored and loved and that they're called blessed today. In Jesus' name, amen. We're going to sing a, a song real quick. If Thanks again for listening. If you want to hear more messages, please subscribe to our podcast channel. And if you like it, consider rating it and sharing it with your friends. For more content from VWO Denton, Go to our website at vwotexas.com.